please fasten your seatbelt. This is the Daily Travel Tips podcast with reliable information for travel agents, wedding planners, families, friends, Insta travelers and others related to traveling and tourism. Tips podcast listeners, thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. This is Kai speaking, and we are here today with Juan, one of our tour guides here in Mexico, Playa de Carmen. And I wanted to interview him in order to give you another perspective of this beautiful area. Good afternoon, Juan. How are you? Hello, very well, very well. Thank you, Kai. How was your day so far? What did you do today? <laughs> I mean, I know what we do, but maybe our uh, listeners are interested in. Well, today we've been in the first day the course, uh, reviewing the skills in case just something happens. However, most likely we will not use the skills, but it's always good to be updated. Exactly, That's, that was the reason why I was asking. I want our listeners to know that we are updated on our first aid skills. As you said, hopefully we will never use them, but once a year we are doing this course. Uh, Juan, quick question. What's your, what's your favorite location here in Mexico? Where, would you, where do you uh, like the most to bring people? Well, uh, considering my background, I, I come from the scuba diving background. I, I really appreciate going in the reefs and snorkeling around the, the different coral reefs. We can we can go around uh, nice clear waters, lots of fish, uh, nice smooth and easy areas where it's just uh, just uh, so pleasant and so pleasure to just dive in to and be in the water. Yeah, just be in the waters, see all the fish moving around. Just uh, lately, I am kind of like shifting my side instead of like going big and trying to find like uh, big animals or like rays or big fish and going more into the detail and trying to find the small fish, the coral food ones, like they're just hanging around any like bunch of coral here and there, like small schools. And lately I've been discovering the, the, the normal fish, but the baby ones, <laughs> they are more colorful than the, than the adult ones. So now I'm trying also to make the correlative on which one is the, the the juvenile or the baby of an adult one because they are not and they look like the same. They look very different, exactly. Some of them, some of them change a lot. So I'm studying a little bit on the, on the fish and uh, that's what I'm doing in these days. But but yeah, I, I love to go to to the reef. That's basically what I enjoy the most. I, I see. I did not introduce you properly. Where, what is your background? Where are you coming from? You're a scuba diving instructor, right? Correct, correct. Uh, I've, been, I've been scuba diving uh, in many places, some of them very well known, like the Great Barrier Reef in Australia, uh, also Kopipi in Thailand, and some other spots might not be that famous, but well, there are good scuba diving spots like uh, South Brazil, Florianopolis, um, southern of Spain, France also. Um, so you came around a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I travel, I travel a little bit. It's um, yeah, I've been here and there. <laughs> okay, so uh, when we are sending you to the Mayan ruins uh, where you stay dry, that that's uh, not your favorite, or are you? Is there something you enjoy about that as well? No, no, please, please understand me clearly. Like um, even though I come from the from the scuba diving background, then I learned to love the other part. It's uh, completely 
complementary, completely different uh, in one way, but in the other way, as rich as the reef, and even sometimes even richer, like the, the terms of the culture and all the animals we can get to meet in the in the jungle side. Um, talking about the ruins, the one that I, I, I am at the moment I'm in love with because of the amount of uh, information you can get and just the environment so cool, and it's um, Koba. The Mayan city of of Koba. It's uh, at the moment I am I am in a little rush with that that spot. <laughs> okay, Koba is roughly 90 minutes in the south uh, southwest of Playa de Carmen, um, 40 minutes to drive from Tulum, and um, yeah, it's an archaeological site which you can still climb on. That's probably also a reason why you you enjoy it because many of the archaeological sites are now restricted areas you can only well observe but do not uh, experience them by touching them like Equalam or Koba. Um, well, it's lately uh, there are um, many good and bad news about uh, the Riviera Maya in the news. Uh, is there anything you, you like to recommend to, to our listeners or to our guests? Uh, anything that like like things they have to do. Many people are say a bucket list item is for example swimming with the whale sharks or going to Chichen Itza since it's one of the seven world uh, new world wonders. What is your let's say if you get someone who has never been here in this area uh, name your three things you would recommend to to, to visit that uh, for them. Okay yeah well uh, considering lately news it's uh Well, some of them are just like noise to start with. A lot of noise. Uh, yeah, a lot of noise. Yeah, like media wants also sensationalism, and from a little rock trying to make a, like a volcano explosion, you know. So uh, instead of like instead of just believe everything, just uh, check with anybody who is around the area. They will tell you that we live in a peaceful area. We are having great time. Um, always being by the sea, it's. Uh, better life than being away from the sea, in my opinion. <laughs> Especially <laughs> the Caribbean Sea. <laughs> Especially the Caribbean Sea, yeah, sticking uh, to the first 20 meters of land, it's always recommendable, yeah? <laughs> Especially if you're barefoot. So even though wherever you listen, like, just come around, choose for a nice resort in the case you want to go for a resort uh, experience, either or there are other options. But, but yeah, staying by the resort is completely safe. Um, there is plenty of things to do, Chichen Itza and the Wesharks might be the, the largest and maybe famous in many ways, but there are some others, like Koba, as I said, it's a, it's a place that maybe is not that well known, but counts with wide, wide history. So, um, if you're coming, like in the summertime, uh, which is not, not far away now, next uh, Wesharks season is going to start in 1st June uh, till 17 September. Well, I recommend you strongly, if you got the chance at least to come here for three, four days, maybe five days coming from the U.S., it's a short, short trip, and, uh, and you can see, wow, this is completely amazing. It's uh, unbelievable. I will never forget the, the first time I went to the Wesharks a few years back, 2012 now, it's, well, more than a few years. Yeah, time getting, flies. Getting older. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I, yeah, it's the sensation like uh, of being the first time with the Wesharks is something it's not gonna, it's not gonna go just like that easy. Time does not, does not like remove those kind of feelings, you know, like just put the head in the water and snorkel a little bit and see a 30 feet 
animal just swimming beside you, completely peaceful, just in his own peace, doing his own stuff, but you were there, you know, I was there, right with them. So anytime I was popping the head in and out the water, <laughs> it was just unbelievable, unbelievable sensation. And I get to see that, I get, I get to perceive it every time we go to, with someone that is first time with the Weshex, I get to see that something big, it's getting written in their, their memory, in their history. So completely recommend you to come here and at least go once with the Weshex. If you can go two or three days in a row, then that's even better. <laughs> yeah. but, but if you can go at least once, then that would be great. I totally agree. Actually, my first Weshex experience was with you. You, you brought me. Uh, I, I, yeah, as you said, you don't uh, forget that first moment or that first time you jump in the water and the first moment you see the uh, the whale shark. It's it's still uh, sometimes when I'm talking about it gives me still goosebumps. That's uh, yeah a very very impressive uh, memory which you you don't. Uh, forget anymore recommendation is to practice snorkeling before that while we're talking now about uh, that uh, the Weshak tour we always recommend to practice snorkeling before as a first timer it's not recommended to start practicing snorkeling next to the biggest fish in the world um, well if you need any information about the whale sharks look up uh, on our website k.tours k-a-y.tours in the blog section we have uh, two articles actually about the whale shark tour if you're curious you can always reach out as well is there anything else you want to contribute? Do you want to let the others know? Well, just uh, just for considering the training. <laughs> yes, yeah, always. Just, just giving some options for the training. Uh, Isla Mujeres also, which is an area nearby where the workshops are. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is also another good spot for training. Uh, Practicing snorkeling, yeah, that's training. what you're referring to, right? I'm referring to practicing the snorkeling, correct. Yes. There are like two through reefs over there, which one is better than the other one, and even there it's an um, underwater museum, which is uh, not that deep. Like, you can practice there because even from the surface you can see the you can see the statues. It's pretty famous. It was done in order to recovery after after the moment that the reef was not in a, in a good condition, so they these statues there are about a group of 200 statues where the where the reef different kinds of uh, for, of corals can stick their polyps and keep growing from there so it's uh, on one side ecological movement for for recovering the other side it's art so um, I, I would recommend a lot of those clear waters uh, nice and easy training over there yeah for the for the previous to the Weshek experience training <laughs> and a relaxed practice. training practice day yeah training sounds so so hard like uh, it, it has to be uh, exhausting well uh, practicing snorkeling that's what we're uh, what the two of us were referring to okay um well i think we are uh, done for here today there was a quick interview with uh, juan thank you very much Welcome, Kai. You're welcome. It was a pleasure to be in your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this is episode 87, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And uh, if you're still listening, you are awesome. Thank you very much. If you have any requests on certain topics, I'd be more than happy to uh, yeah, receive your requests and answer your uh, questions in the next podcast. Uh, use the hashtag Kai's podcast, K-A-Y podcast and um, while I'm talking to you tomorrow thank you very much bye bye you have to live and discover the Mexican